Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Stephen Dougherty, the Executive Director of the South Jersey Transportation Authority. Stephen, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Abby. You've served in a variety of positions in the public sector, including that of a councilman between 2011 and 2017 in Logan Township, New Jersey. From those experiences, as well as your position today, in what ways are you seeing and hoping to see public leadership become more creative when it comes to collaboration and solving challenges? So, Abby, I've been in the public sector now for 20 plus years. Uh, I started my career working on Capitol Hill in Washington uh, for a local congressman here in South Jersey and um, spent uh, a number of years there. One of the things that I learned early on was the idea of bipartisanship, but really collaboration and communication. And as we all know, unfortunately, that's not necessarily the case in Washington today. Uh, but I, I, like I said, that's always been a part of my career. And there's not a project I've done where I haven't had a partner to help it be successful. I've not, I've not done it on my own. So the idea of communicating and working together is vitally important. And having team members who can be creative, uh, feel comfortable with one another, and just be able to throw out ideas in, in that regard. And that, that, that's true, I think, in, in the public government sector and also in, in potentially involving the private sector. I know here at SJTA, the DOT commissioner is the chair of our board. I work closely with my counterparts at the New Jersey Turnpike, New Jersey Transit, and the bi-state authorities here in, in New Jersey. And an opportunity to bounce ideas off of, of, of those folks and have conversations about you know, what works best as far as best practices. Because ultimately in transportation, the idea is to create one network uh, that operates efficiently and all together. So communication is important uh, in, in building out that structure. I imagine that's incredibly important in such a populous state. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're, I think we're the most densely populated in the country. And whereas South Jersey is uh, not as much. Uh, we still feed into that feeder road system uh, because, once again, it's all one network. And if, if one area is struggling or, or has issue, it, it's going to trickle down to the other areas as well. The SJTA oversees the operations of key infrastructure assets for the region, including the Atlantic City Expressway, the Atlantic City International Airport, and transportation services. Last year, Congress passed a $1 trillion bipartisan bill to upgrade the country's infrastructure. In what ways do you anticipate local transportation infrastructure to evolve now that the infrastructure has become a nationwide priority? Sure. I think on a a state, uh, more of a macro level, uh, we're going to see projects get done that that have been shovel-ready or in design phase for quite some time and are really overdue. Uh, One of the significant projects going on just to the west of the expressway is uh, over a billion-dollar project uh, that connects four significant roadways of, of both uh, an interstate and interstate highway system. And how and for the fact that that's getting done uh, ultimately benefits our customer in coming back and forth. And as those continue and those projects continue to grow out, uh, we, we see that a benefit to us. So the, the toll road itself, the Express, the Atlantic City Expressway does not receive any federal funding. Uh, but we once again we do work closely with, with the folks up at DOT and in, in, in communicating and collaborating with them on their structures. Uh, on the airport side, uh, we're going to see hopefully some mm, to the tune of 
paid six to eight million dollars additional in FAA funding than what we received previously. And we're really excited about that. We have some projects that we think uh, will have the opportunity to develop, including some cargo and commercial operations and building out uh, runways and taxiways, uh, aprons, which will ultimately produce uh, more economic development and greater commerce here in the region. On the transportation services side, which folks may not be as familiar with here in, 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 uh, in our world, is really a, a smaller version of what NJ Transit does in, in shuttling folks back and forth uh, on various destinations. And, and we do that in close partnership with, our once again, our sister agency, New Jersey Transit, where we operate approximately 20 bus shuttles uh, and routes uh, throughout our six southern counties. And we think there's probably opportunity for expansion uh, in, in expanding those routes and developing new services, which ultimately for folks who do not have uh, reliable transportation an opportunity to get to where they need to uh, on a more frequent and, and uh, on a more efficient basis. So we're excited about that as well. New Jersey and the nation as a whole is striving for a greener future. In what ways is the SJTA embracing sustainability and new technologies to meet the state's green economy goals from a transportation infrastructure standpoint? So from a capital program perspective, uh, most recently, almost about the uh, a few months ago, uh, about six months ago, we completed a project in which we updated all of the lights in our tunnel. Uh, we operate, uh, oh, we built and operate a tunnel that connects Atlantic City from the Marina District down to uh, Brigantine and, and into Atlantic City. And as part of that project, once again, we, we, we switched out all the lights to ED with LED, excuse me, um, which provide uh, more light, uh, more efficient, and of course, better for the environment. Some of the other things we're working on uh, in, in partnership with uh, the state and as well as our, our sister agencies is, is having our flight duty fleet uh, become on the electric hybrids to transfer to the electric hybrid side with a goal of 25% of our fleet transitioning to that electric hybrid model uh, come 2025. The good news is we've been very aggressive on this, and, and it's really due to the leadership of, of the DOT commissioner and our chair uh, that we're at now the goal of 20%. So we're only 5% away, and we still have a few more years. And the thought is that we'll, we'll hopefully get beyond that and, and ultimately uh, be, be able to expand that fleet. One of the other things we're doing here, uh, and we're actually in construction right now, and later in what would be April and then in May, uh, we're working closely with Tesla, who is installing eight charging stations for Tesla vehicles. That project will be complete in April 2022. Uh, later on in the year, and probably the end of the first quarter, or I'm sorry, the beginning of the second quarter here, we're also working with a company, EVGO, installing four charging stations, which ultimately will, will continue to build out that electric hybrid uh, uh, fleet, uh, not just for us, but, but for our customers traveling the road. So we're excited about that as well. Round out our discussion, what role does creativity play in remaining competitive in today's landscape? Sure. So on the, on the expressway side specifically, um, we actually have competition from the state. So there are two roads uh, that, that run parallel to ours that are state run uh, and do not charge a toll. Uh, we do. And so for us, uh, we have to be competitive to have people drive the road because once again, they have that option. One of the projects we're working on most recently is uh, what we call all electronic tolling. 
And ultimately, what this will do is it will eliminate the, the barrier plazas and the uh, coin machines and, and easy pass machines when you're entering the expressway or exiting off the ramps. And by doing that, you'll have gant a gantry system that'll traverse the road. And if you're an easy cut pass customer today, uh, which about 85% of our customers are, there'll be no change. For those who currently pay cash, uh, if you can, we hope you'll become an easy pass customer, but if not, you'll get a bill in the mail, uh, with an administrative charge and of course for your toll. And ultimately, you know, we, we think this, this project, which is going on all over the country, but not here in New Jersey yet, uh, is for the ability to have folks, you know, now travel, more efficiently or safer, uh, reducing uh, emissions as well as uh, reducing congestion. So by doing this, you know, especially on peak travel times and what we call our 100 days of summer, uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day, we, we hope and, and we believe it's going to ultimately provide a, a better service and a better commute for, for our customers. You know, a short anecdote. Um, I'm originally from South Jersey, so I'm familiar with all the roads that you're talking about. Um, and the concept of a toll road is not always known in the United States. And the fact that we have a variety of options, uh, you know, it can be sound confusing, uh, but I know exactly what you're talking about, having traveled them so often. I'm currently now in Florida, and that new system that you're talking about that New Jersey has adopted, uh, the pay-by-plate, um, Florida has had uh, at least for some time now. Um, and I remember the first time going through it, being uh, knowing kind of the difference between what uh, the easy pass that you're talking about is like versus what a sun pass is down here. Uh, but I did think it was phenomenal that I didn't need that, but I could be charged later uh, by bill in the mail. So I'm happy that New Jersey is, is doing that because I think it will uh, provide more opportunities for you. Definitely. And uh, we're working closely with the New Jersey Turnpike on that project as a joint venture and ultimately getting the, the entire network uh, for transportation, specifically from a toll road structure on that same system, which once again will, will be better for the customer at the end of the day. Review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.